0: Hello and welcome to Cosmetics, I'm Ella James. And I'm Caitlin Gregg, and we're bringing to you conversations about cosmetic enhancements. So today our Mother's Day special continues and we've got Amanda with us who has had the mummy makeover. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. So um, Amanda, could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Like Um, how old are you? How many children do you have? Yeah,
1: so I'm 34. Um, I've got two boys so one is five and one is seven Um, and yeah so my life pretty much revolves all around them so (laughs) Um, yeah and I work full-time as well so life is busy
0: Wow full-time as well what are you doing?
1: Um, So I'm a executive assistant um, and I
0: work in the mining industry so yeah yeah So when did you have the mummy makeover?
1: I had it in January Thank goodness. I got in just before the
0: craziness before. And you've probably had the time to chill out and <laughs> stay at home as well.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it's not like I can go out. So yeah, I've just reached um, 13 weeks today, actually, post-op. So,
0: oh.
1: Oh, yeah. And how do you feel? I feel amazing, yeah. But now I just
0: want to go out and like, show it off. But I can't, <laughs> I'm stuck. And when did you start thinking about having the procedure?
1: um I've, for years to be honest um but it's obviously a really big operation and it's a lot of money as well um so it's something I've always wanted to do um and it was just mainly getting that courage and um to do it so yeah was
0: was surgery something that you would always considered because for instance um like I'm 23 and I've always said or while we've been doing this, I've always said, you know, I wouldn't think about getting my boobs done, but I guess that would change after having children and after conceiving kids and your body changing a lot. Like, did your view of surgery change? Um, no, I've always was open to get my boobs
1: done, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but after having kids, um, like, I, I was never overweight. i have always been just a standard size eight um, person. But when I had the boys, they were just really, really big. And way too big for my frame. <laughs> so it literally looked like I had a beach ball stomach. And, um, and from that, I had really bad muscle separation and also really, really loose skin afterwards that wouldn't go back to normal without surgery. So, and to the point where it hung, and I got really upset. I had bad anxiety from it. I wouldn't want to go out because I hate trying to find clothes that, you know, I was, I was always buying a size bigger to hide the pouch. So, yeah.
0: And yeah. then you obviously tried like exercise and all those like- Yeah, muscles.
1: I exercise every single day. So no amount of exercise could just reduce the um, the, the amount of loose skin that I had. So uh, before a lot of people, they have loose skin, but it's when they bend over that you can see it. You yeah. could see
0: mine even when I stood up, it just hung. It was, yeah, I didn't like it at all. And how long after the opera? Sorry, how long after having children did you have it done? So you've got a five and a seven. Five-year-old. So he was four and a half. Oh, well, nearly five. So he was nearly five when I decided to to do it. Was it? Is it? Was it difficult considering having um, surgery with such two young children? Because I assume that you would be like constantly, you know, maybe lifting and. Um, uh, no,
1: I don't have to lift them um, anymore um i suppose if they were two it would have been a lot harder but it makes the youngest being nearly five um i, I didn't need to do any heavy lifting with them or anything like that and then i just explained to them you know Mummy was going to have an operation and when i came back you guys had to look after me so and they're really really good kids so they made it really easy for me yeah
0: yeah did they take good care of you when you came back and- yeah they did <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, probably for a few days, and then they were like, "Mom, can you do this?
0: Mom, can you do that?" <laughs> so uh, yeah. I remember one of my mum's friends was coming to Sydney to have surgery, and she stayed in our spare bedroom. And I think she had something done with her eyes. And I was like her little um, helper the whole time. <laughs> I'm so excited, like she'd be, I'd be making her lunch and bringing her water, and she loved it. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. And did you? Uh, you came to Sydney for yeah, your surgery, is that right? What, what was um, the reason behind that? Um, I looked at a lot of
1: um, surgeons in Perth, but to be honest, none of them compared to Dr. Maroshnik. Um, My mum actually found him online and I researched him and spoke to some of his other patients. And I obviously spoke to Heidi, they have like a really great Facebook, Dr M girls and where all his patients are so I was able to ask you know a lot of questions and stuff like that but to be honest as soon as I saw his work um, I just knew that I wasn't going anywhere else and you know if someone was gonna cut up my stomach I wanted the best doing it <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: yeah how did you know when the time was right
1: um, I just got I just wanted to be comfortable in my own skin. And the only way I was going to do that was through the surgery. So I just um, did some investigation and saved my money and um, got it done. So my family were really, really supportive. So mum looked after my kids for me. I jumped on a plane. and went
0: to Sydney and was there for nearly three weeks. And with the surgery, did you have more than one surgery over that span of three weeks or was it all or was it all on one day
1: no it was all in one day so i was lucky enough i didn't need to have a breast lift or anything like that i could just go straight for the implants um so yeah i did the breast augmentation and the tummy tuck at the same time
0: and could you walk us through the sort the whole process in from consultations and like how many you had and then the actual surgery day and then post-care
1: yeah um so I first had a phone consultation with Dr. Maroshnik, um, and he sort of explained the procedure to me. I had sent him photos, um, which was horrifying. I did not want to do that at all, but obviously he needed to. So I did that um, and he just, yeah, he explained the procedure to me. Um, obviously gave me the quote. I had a few weeks to think about it. I wanted to go ahead with it. Um, Then I obviously paid a deposit. Um, I had another phone consultation just before um, I left. And then I met with him three days before surgery. So, um, and then we went through what size I was going to get and in further detail exactly what was happening. And he was really good because I'm in in there thinking, oh, I was, only going to get a particular size. I didn't want to be big and wanted to be, you know, to be natural looking and didn't want to look plastic or anything. And he was really good. He was like, oh, we've well, got broad shoulders and you need to do this. And your skin's really, you know, thin here. So we'd have to do fat grafting and just really, really explain the process and why I had to go the size I did to get the results that I wanted. So that was really good. And then I, I, Day of the surgery, um, I think it kind of really hit me. Like, even though I had booked it in and I had paid for it, and I knew it was coming up, and I had flown to Sydney, it wasn't until I was in that um, the room and he was drawing me up that it really, really hit me. I remember like walking into the, the room that they do the surgery, and the niece just saying, "You need to start thinking happy thoughts because if you we put you under crying, you're going to wake up crying." But I just couldn't control it so I just kept crying. <laughs> what felt like only five minutes I woke up and I woke up crying as well so he was right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like is it done and are they the
0: same size? <laughs> yeah don't cry going under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was through the aftercare like what was the recovery were you flat on your back like how
1: mobile? I have to sit elevated and sleep elevated um for the first two weeks, I'm pretty sure, from memory. Um, So you have to sit elevated. And um, my issue was I didn't react well to the really strong pain medication. Um, So For me, day one, when I was in quite a bit of pain, but because I wasn't reacting to the the pain medication, I felt like that made day one worse for me. Um, Because I was just really emotional. I was (laughs) um, like dry reaching, I felt really nauseous. And I remember um, Dr. Maroshnik coming in, and it was, I was at my worst at that that morning, and he tapped me on the leg and he goes, oh, you know, I told you day one would be the hardest, but you really need to get out of bed. And I was just thinking, I really want to stab you right now. <laughs> I don't feel well at all, I'm in a lot of pain, and I feel really, really sick. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to do was to get out of bed. And then I had the physio come in, and he literally had to lift me to the side of the to the bed to, to try and get me to the toilet. And all these nurses were freaking out because they had taken the catheter out and they were thinking, if she can't get herself to the toilet, you know, we've got a lot of work to do tonight and all of this sort of stuff. And then um, it ended up being too much and I felt really, really, really sick. And um, the nurses ended up saying, oh let's just give her a Valium and put her back to bed. (laughs) Because like when you have your breasts done, it's really, your chest is really tight and it feels like it's hard to breathe.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Because of the pain medication, me not reacting well to it, um, my anxiety was just through the roof. And I think after they gave me the Valium, I slept for three hours. Um, I woke up and obviously the hardcore drugs had worn off. Um, And I got up
0: and went to the toilet all by myself. How was the pain for the rest of the,
1: it was fine. I mean, obviously, it hurt to move around a little bit, but um, uh, it wasn't like it, when I think back, I would just not take the, you know, like the endo and stuff like that, simply because I didn't react well to it, and that's why I think I struggled so um, that morning, because that same afternoon I was able to get in and out of bed all by myself and go to the toilet all by myself, even though I was completely hunched over um from the tummy tuck, but I was able to do all those things. I was able to sit up in bed and move around and and to be honest, as soon as you are moving around and walking around the ward and stuff like that, the quicker you heal and feel better. So
0: yeah. How how long were you in the hospital for? Yeah, it was just thinking no.
1: Um for four nights.
0: Okay. Four nights. And then what did you do after the hospital? Because you were in Sydney for three weeks, was it? Oh.
1: Yeah, so I got there, um, it was about two and a half weeks, so I got there four days um, pre-surgery and then post-surgery I was there for two weeks. Um, Dr. Morshnik did say allow up to three weeks post-surgery, but I had just made up my mind that I wasn't staying three weeks because I wanted to get home and get back to the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, that it purely depended on my recovery and how quickly I could stand up straight again. Mm-hmm. Um, So I just made sure that I was up and moving. And, you know, within a week, I was putting on my own makeup again. I was blow drying my own hair. Like I was doing all the things that I would normally do. So, um, and but to answer your question, I went back to the hotel um, and I stayed there, but I have um, family in Sydney and I ended up spending a few days with them as well. So I was half in the hotel,
0: half with family. Um, Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had, you know, some family around, during something as serious as surgery. I assume that you'd want a support network there.
1: Yeah, so I had um, my auntie there um, and also my partner um, was there as well. And did you
0: get one of those aftercare packages from Pure Concierge?
1: I did have one of Heidi's amazing um, mommy makeover packages. I didn't even think of bringing like a a toilet stool and um, those U-shaped pillows and just heaps of samples like you know for your hair for your face um, Move a cold because obviously when you're taking so many drugs you need to get things moving again so yeah she it was amazing she was great she organized all my accommodation for me um, and checked in regularly um, to see how it was going
0: did that take a lot of the stress out of it
1: yeah it did, oh, did. Um, because i still um was when i could was working remotely so You know, I asked her, she organised to have monitors sent to my hotel room. Um, She had a smoothie maker
0: there for me. Like, anything I needed,
1: I knew that I could just call her and she would sort it all out for me. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, we just unpacked one of her rhinoplasty packs um, just to have a bit of fun with it and do a bit of a YouTube haul. And it was just, yeah, she thought of absolutely everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she's amazing, so...
0: Yeah, and how was it flying home? Because given that your body would have been put through so much change, like, did was it all right um, getting on a plane and travelling back to Perth? Yeah, so
1: before I left, um, all the bandages had come off, um, so all of that had been removed, and the um, the little stitch on the sides had been moved. Um, so I just made sure I wore my compression, so um, and my compression tights, and it was a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and but i just made sure i stood up regularly and sort of moved around when i could that sort of thing i had to get um this really nice gentleman behind me to put my bags up because obviously you have t-rex arms. so i was like looking up and he was looking at me and i was like i'm really sorry i've had surgery can you just help me put my bags up Uh,
0: and did you have um, like pictures of what you wanted it to look like, or is it more restoring what you had before you had children?
1: It was just more restoring what I had. I mean, my ultimate goal was just to be able to wear a bikini again. <laughs> so <laughs> the scar's low enough that you can hide it with most underwear. Um, I had a few photos of made like of the type of dress that I wanted, but. As soon as I met um, Dr. Morshnik, I mean, he knew what he was doing and what was gonna suit me. So I just told him, as long as it looks natural and it's in proportion with my body, um, do what you want. So, and he did, so, and I'm really happy with
0: it, so. I was gonna actually ask you, do you have many scars?
1: Um, So I've got a scar under each breast. Um, It's Probably, I don't know, two centimeters long, if that. Um, and then obviously I've got the one that goes right across my tummy just like on your knicker line um,
0: now it's just more just waiting for the scars to fade Will they are they predicted to fade a lot or are they um, gonna be put more permanent
1: Uh, no it depends on the person I've had two caesareans um, with Noromace so um, and that scar healed you couldn't even see it so I'm hoping these ones will be the same Um, but yeah but time tell and that will obviously um, could take, you know, 12 to 18 months before it really starts to fade off.
0: So we'll see. And we touched on it before. I just, I know that a lot of mums thinking about it would be worried about like the handling of the children. How did you prepare them for it? it and then how did you sort of manage? Like you, when you got back to Sydney, were you fully operational yet? Were you, apart from your T-Rex arms. <laughs> back um, sorry, back to Perth. Look, before
1: I left, I obviously didn't go into huge detail about what I was doing. I just said, mum had to have a, a tummy operation. Um, and when I came back, mummy was gonna be really sore and I really needed them to be big boys and to help mummy out. Um, and like I said, they're five and seven, so they're a little bit older. If they were younger, it probably would have been a lot harder. Um, but I came home, they were super conscious um, of being really gentle, you know, they would hug me really gently. and they they're just you know they can clean up after themselves and stuff like that and it wasn't like i couldn't not cook dinner or anything like that so i was still doing the normal things um i just obviously couldn't lift them but they're a bit big anyway to lift now so just lots of cuddles and sitting on the couch so yeah no they were really good
0: so you think it was good to wait till they're a bit older
1: i think so um like uh, if you have um like a I'm a single mum, so I, it's just me and the kids. And I do have a partner, but he doesn't live with me at the moment. So um, he. So for me, it was easier than being older. But I mean, if you had a husband that was home all the time, that could, or somebody that was at home all the time, that would be able to help you. Um, if they were younger, did the heavy lifting and stuff like that, it
0: would be a lot easier. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something to consider. Yeah, I guess it would be case to case and looking at what sort of support work you can get in that situation
1: yeah uh,
0: how long until you see the full results of surgery
1: um well for your tummy you you see that straight away obviously um it's bloated um so i think the bloating probably lasted about four weeks six weeks um and then that came down so for that but for your you, when you first get your boobs done, they look really weird and really hard and they're just like sticking out. So when I first saw them, I was like, oh my God, they're massive. I don't know if I like them. Why are they that shape? Um, but now, like three months later, they're really, really soft. And um, like, cause when you do the fat grafting, like that obviously builds up over time as well. So you, your breast take, you know, from, you start noticing about four weeks on and then even now
0: they look different from what they did eight weeks ago so. And how has it made you feel in terms of yeah do you feel like you've achieved the goals that you set out for, for surgery? Yeah I
1: feel amazing like you know I can wear the tight cook eye dresses again and yeah and I can put a bikini on and you know I'm not worried about what I'm wearing and trying to hide this massive t- pouch that I had. Um, I just feel a lot more confident
0: in myself the best decision and if i could i would have done it sooner i just yeah oh that's so great yeah um just lastly what advice would you give to other women who are potentially thinking about the procedure
1: um i would just really do your research and make sure that you're really comfortable with the surgeon um like you i didn't when i did my research i was more looking at the results and stuff like that i didn't want to know how he was going to cut me open and do whatever he did, like that would have just freaked me out. But You know, just make sure that the surgeon is a really, really good one and that you feel comfortable with him. And And if you were getting your tummy done, I'd definitely recommend going, making sure that he's a plastic surgeon, not just a cosmetic surgeon. I think that's really important as well.
0: And I actually, sorry, I did just have one last question. With the follow-up, like do you have to do follow-up consultations with Dr. Maroshnik?
1: Um, all right, so I've, he's at eight weeks. I had a phone consultation and he just checked in. Um, straight after surgery, I saw the nurses twice. Um, obviously one, to cause I got a brand new belly button out of it. So I had to get those stitches removed first. And then a week later, I um, got all the taping and all that. So, and I had been speaking to the nurses um, throughout afterwards, just, you know, if I was nervous about something. Um, that sort of thing. Um, but because I had that Instagram page, Dr. Marushnik follows that, so he gets to see all the updated photos anyway.
0: Oh, well, thank yeah, you so much. it was so nice to e-meet you. Yeah, <laughs> you Sharing your surgery and being very honest and um, letting us know about how all of it went. So. Yeah, there'll be a lot of mummies out there that are <laughs> excited, <laughs> I think, to hear this. Yeah,
1: no, definitely something I
0: would never regret and I wish I did it sooner. Please be advised that we are not medical practitioners and that some guests may have differing perspectives from ourselves and what our brand stands for. You should always consult your medical practitioner with regards to cosmetic products and procedures and whether they are suitable for you individually as we will not be held liable for any misinformation.